Get the edge and an unfair advantage by listening, learning, and implementing the latest and greatest tips from our show. If you're a newbie in the real estate industry, whether in brokerage, sales, investing, or the entire business altogether, we will help you crush it and even sting the competition. We operate on the abundance mentality, so even though some of us love to compete, there is plenty enough to go around. Hence the birth of our show. What to do if uh, your listing isn't uh, moving. Ah, okay. So kind of like a listing that you have that's kind of sitting and not moving, not selling. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a great topic. So uh, why don't you lead the way, Marguerite? What, what, uh, you got any listings right now or had some in the past? I have one that isn't selling and, um, and it's not the price and it's not the condition, which is usually... Um, usually one or the other. And I, I say it's not because the only objection has been that there, this home is in a 55 plus community. It sits on two lots. So there's two HOA fees. Oh. So um, that has been the big objection, uh, you know, moving, moving this property. Everybody loves it. The price is reasonable. You know, but, you know, for retired people paying uh, $620 a month, which is twice the 310 a month HOA is challenging. So um, I, I just met with my seller this evening and was to strategize, you know, what to do about that. So um, it's located It's located in Warner Springs in, um, in the 55 plus community of Stone Ridge and actually uh, even at six twenty um, a month, uh, it's a pretty good deal because your water, sewer, and trash are included, as well as the common area maintenance. But um, so, what to do? You know, we're brainstorming because we don't think there's anything wrong with the price. Um, you know, it's a beautiful home. It's on a beautiful lot with a beautiful yard and view and all of that. Um, so we we're trying to come up with something creative and, and, and I think that's what you have to do when you have a listing that doesn't sell us, you have to come up with something creative. So we've talked about, um, changing some of the language on our listing to focus on what that HOA includes. And, um, the seller is considering prepaying, um, six months of the HOA dues for the new, any new buyer. So, yeah, I was going to suggest that too. That would be good. Six or I mean, you might have to go 12, but six would be good. <laughs> well, I know I started like, oh no, not 12. <laughs> so, um, even, even six months, I mean, it would be, I think, helpful. So, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, what- you know, I think I think there's a number of different ways to get that property sold. You know, price is always a uh, consideration, but man, if a seller's really you know, adamant about their particular price. Uh, in this market, I think we're going to see more and more of these creative financing deals where potentially if the seller doesn't really need the money, I'd say, hey, Mr. Seller, would you be willing to carry back some paper or take payments? And this is a way to potentially get their price at whatever percent they decide on versus what a normal bank would charge. And then the buyer won't even have to qualify for a loan to some degree if it's free and clear or there's a very, very small loan. And I mean, I don't know if I'm going to lose the audience uh, or not, but we call these uh, typically like wraparound notes, AITDs, all-inclusive trustees, 
or um, seller carryback or subject to sales. There's a lot of different ways we could create deals in this market, but we got to get creative. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think definitely creativity is the key. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. You know, and I would I would find out, Marguerite, if I were you, like, you probably know this already, where are most people who are moving into Warner Springs? Where are they coming from? In Hawaii, I've got a couple of clients that I coach in Hawaii. A lot of them, of course, is a mainland. But guess right. where they're also coming from? Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit north so canada oh from so canada. so you know when, when we start putting ads out there what i would probably recommend guys is if you're into like internet marketing pay-per-click google will tell you where are these people who are looking at your ads where are they coming from and i would set up your ppc your pay-per-click ads to start target marketing that now, if you were doing Facebook, there was a little bit of a thing going on there where, you know, there was uh, a lawsuit, I believe, that, uh, you know, kind of discriminated against certain demographics on ads. But there's other ads in like Google that they get, uh, they've got all that data to help you out, put a really good ad together. Well, I like the idea about the pay-per-click. And yes, I have been bounced off of Facebook twice because I said it was a 55 plus community and that's a no, no. <laughs> so based Bingo. on their, based on their um, discrimination criteria, um, you know, it should be okay. It is with the state of California, but they interpreted it that um, I was discriminating and they bounced me off of Facebook twice. Wow. Wow. Very frustrating, but um, I like pay-per-click. I'm going to give that a try. There you go. There you go. And and I would say like right now, more than ever, you guys, depending when you're listening to this, it's June 6, 2023. Man, you should be having your office, potentially, if it's a vacant property. Now that's your new office. <laughs> Every day of the week. If you could do instead of Saturday, Sunday, now you're Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or more. I would highly, highly recommend you sit in open houses and just through random traffic, they might be driving by, they see your sign, and lo and behold, you sold that house on a double end or you get another buyer or seller out of it. Absolutely. And, you know, I really um, I really think open houses are the way to go. Um, you know, we get so much more traffic and you're, you're out, you're in the thick of it and, you know, good things happen. Like you said, you get, you get maybe other listings, you get other buyers, you know, you get the property sold. It's, it, it's a great idea to make that your office. No doubt. I, I sold my house with the, with the, they came through the open house. So I was like, yeah, plus I met a lot of people. It was a lot of fun. Open houses are fun. You know, um, open houses are fun. It's nice to talk to people. And, um, you know, I, I'm seeing a little more agents doing them now, but there was a time period they weren't doing them at all uh, and they were missing out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't uh, be, I guess, um, waiting for the market to change. You got to change your game plan. So open houses, I would highly recommend if you're a newer agent, that is definitely the way to go, whether it's your listing or not. You know, there's other agents out there that have listings that aren't selling. Approach them. Maybe they, you know, they don't want to work the weekends and you're available. This is something where raise your hand and 
sit at this open house if you're a new agent. Absolutely. Best way to get experience. No doubt. No doubt. I've had several call me for, for, for weekend work looking when I had the open house, if I was going to be available. That, and that's, you got to hustle. You got to ask. If you don't ask, you won't find it. You won't know. You got it. You got it. And, and I, w- I would even throw mailers out there, Marguerite, if I were you. Um, folks, if you get a new listing nowadays, I would highly, highly recommend four to five postcards or mailers per listing. Four to five. Most people are doing the just listed, just sold. Or sometimes they just do the just listed or they just do the just sold postcard mailer and they're they're done. If you want to get more business in this kind of market, you want to get listings sold, I would say coming soon, just listed, we need a buyer, under contract, just sold. Any kind of combination like that. And there's a lot of different companies out there, guys. I've dealt business with Prospects Plus, Postcard Mania, Corfax. These are some very reputable companies that I've used that some of my clients, my colleagues use to do these open house postcards or those one of those four to five that I mentioned. I would check them out. Oh, that's a great suggestion. I've used uh, most of those myself. Awesome. Awesome. How about you, Anthony? Any other ideas for Marguerite or uh, questions we might throw to maybe she could consider? Well, the same thing, like door knocking all your neighbors. Like I know Marguerite always does like the the pre one for open house, like for all just the neighbors. Right. That always seems to work well, you know, but uh, yeah. And just go tell everybody basically, (laughs) you know, door knocking. You know, you can never talk too much and knock on too many doors. So And, and that's that you got to keep making contact no matter what even so, so the business grows <laughs> oh, absolutely absolutely and i um you know what's funny is that every time i just did an open house uh, on this property and another one in the same community and i'm you know that was over the weekend i'm still getting calls about them you know and that's typical that for, you know, up to three weeks after an open house, I'll get calls from that open house. People that didn't make it, people who saw the listing and that was open and people saw the advertising. And, and so uh, definitely a great way to get business. Yeah, there's following up with people saying, oh, if you didn't like this house, I know of another house that you might be interested in, right? Try to go that route. Oh, I do that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another thing I would probably suggest, Marguerite, is like digging into the seller's database. And a lot of times they probably had a birthday party or a Christmas party or some kind of party. And I would introduce it to the seller, something like this. Hey, Mr. Seller, you know, one of the things that we haven't tapped into is your personal database. Do you have a Christmas card list or a your Rolodex or your phone list where people that you know probably visited your house, why don't we even start promoting to them about your house is for sale? Because some of these folks that actually visited our house probably actually know what it looks like, know where it's located, and might actually love it and might want to make an offer. So I would probably even tap into that avenue as well. And guess what, Marguerite? Now you even have their database to potentially like be the realtor. So that's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yep. 
Yeah. And it works it works the same way too, Marguerite, where I, eventually when you do sell it, I would throw a going away party for those okay. same reasons as well, right? Yeah. Some people do the like, hey, congratulations, we're going to do a housewarming party. We just sold this house. But you should do it also for potential listings that you eventually sell and throw and host a going away party or a moving party. That's great. Um, sometimes I do it at the beginning, you know, because then I might get the house sold too. <laughs> I do it, you know, I do a, usually a private showing for neighbors and um, a reception. And um, oftentimes I'll have the seller come to that so they can, you know, say goodbye and to their neighbors. Love it. Well, too. But yes. No, I, I have, I need no excuse for a party (laughs) (laughs) and I get most of my business from parties. So (laughs) there you go. Well, Anthony, I better get an invite on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We will, we will. Anything else that we should share that we didn't cover? No, that's pretty much well, it. I do think, yes, I do think, I mean, in case, in the case of um, my listing, um, this doesn't necessarily apply, but I think if we're talking in general terms, I think we need to, if something is not getting offers or, you know, it's getting seen, but no offers, you you need to start with, you know, first of all, you know, is it the price? Relook at comps. Um, and then maybe have a heart to heart with your seller. Is it the way the property looks? Is it the condition? Is it the way it's staged? Staging can make a huge difference. And maybe just, you know, taking a few things out and moving things around, taking a couple of new pictures will, um, will do it. So I think you need to look and see what is the problem? Is there the curb appeal? Is there, you know, are there any issues that need to maybe be addressed? Um, you have to try and figure out what a buyer's looking at and what is what are their objections and try and head that off at the past. So that would be the only other thing I might suggest. You know, and, and to kind of piggyback on that, Marguerite, I think that's a great point for some of these folks. If you have larger um, realtor boards that they do host broker caravans, what I would do if you I were you, whoever has a listing out there thinking about like, hey, what I what do I need to do to sell this property is host it during a broker caravan and do a survey. What do you like about this house? What do you not like? What would you suggest to get it sold? Do a quick three to five question survey. And then when it's all over, you could come to the seller, present to them, hey, Mr. Seller, Mrs. Seller, here's a survey of all the feedback we got from all the realtors in town. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. And then in some to some degree, it will say you'll have this common thread. Hey, it's overpriced. Hey, it's not properly staged, et cetera, et cetera. And that instead of you looking like the bad guy, you're the smart person that actually did a collective data sampling of all the realtors out there, presented it to the seller. And lo and behold, they make these adjustments. You get your listing sold and everybody's happy. Absolutely. It's better to get the, you know, your fellow realtors to give you that feedback up front. But even when I hold open houses and I'll oftentimes have a questionnaire that they walk around with and, and, and check what they like and what they don't like, or what they think needs to be changed um, about the property. So then they're hearing it from buyers too. Beautiful. Beautiful. But that's a great suggestion. Yeah, that was perfect. The broker, I like that broker caravan thing. Awesome. (laughs) 
All right, guys. So anything else uh, we could add? Um, I can't think of anything. I like the party at the end, though, after you sell it. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. All right, Marguerite, best way to get a hold of you. Oh, gosh, you can reach me by phone or text 619-405-4958. My email address is marguerite at apostolisteam.com. And you can check out my website at margariteapostolisteam.com. All right, Mr. Verzi. Yeah, my my phone number is 559-681-2398. You you could email me at anthony.verzi at exprealty.com. And uh, give me a call. Love to chat. I've been getting chats on the last one. Keep them coming. I've had a lot of fun talking with people. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. Joe Mendoza, you can reach me at 877-794-5227. Or if you want to meet with me one-on-one, I'm going to go ahead and put my website out there, my appointment calendar, grow with joemendoza.com, growwithjoemendoza.com. Guys, we have this on Facebook Live. So if you're watching, we really appreciate your support. You know, three minds are always, always better than one. This part of why we're doing this. We're collaborating. If you want to collaborate with us on the Facebook group or on our YouTube or on our podcast, feel free to reach out. If we added incredible value, please smash that like button, share with a friend, follow us, and we really will appreciate that. And we'll see you again soon. See you guys later. Bye. All right. Take care. Take care. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening to the Newbie RE Show. Listen, enjoy, subscribe, and share the Newbie RE Show. Viewers and listeners are advised that any views, opinions, comments, or examples on the show are strictly for entertainment purposes only. No content on the show is intended to offend any religion, organization, company, or individual. There are no promises of results to listeners and viewers of our show. Actual results may vary. Viewer discretion is advised.